What's up, everyone? I'm here today with Kyle Kozlowski. He's a fellow uh, Polish trader like me. I'm Jablonski, so, you know. Gotta love the skis. <laughs> and you own, it says, four, four six to seven figure businesses, which I'm assuming one of them is trading, or maybe it's not. I don't know. No. Okay, so... so no, four... I, don't, I don't have technically a trading business just yet, so... Yeah, those okay. are like um, two of them are contracting companies, and then two are digital. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's pretty impressive. I mean, most people, most people would like to just have one six-figure or seven-figure business. Um, that's pretty cool. And then also, I mean, we were talking last week, and what was what was the day you had like a sixty-k day on a live funded account? Yeah. Or this week. Yeah. Yeah. It was a live funded account with uh with Top Step. And I remember I was like I, I think I was up seventy K at one point and the the risk management team calls me from Top Step. They're like, Hey bud, like are you gonna sell anytime soon? Cause like, you know, it's going back <laughs> up. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just gonna keep holding. It's like, oh, can you please sell a little bit? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, not yet. And then uh and then I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this guy, right? And I hear the guy in the background say, hey, is he still watching the trade? It's going against him hard. And sure enough, I did go like, I lost like 10K profit. I was like, ah, all right, fine. I'll sell a little bit. <laughs> and, then, and then I That's sold funny, like five right? contracts. I had 15. And, uh, and then, yeah, they I got stopped out in the last or... 10. But yeah. yeah, they called me on my phone, dude. And I don't, I don't answer phone calls, right? Because I just think it's annoying. But I listen to their voicemail and like part of the rules um, for like any funded accounts is like you got to be watching your trade at all times. Otherwise, they can close it out on you. And uh, they, I don't think they were going to do that. But um, I called them back just to see like what they wanted because I was like, why, why are they calling me? You know what I mean? But sure enough, it I guess makes... their whole team there was sitting there watching me. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> They're like sitting I mean, their it, pants it, too, it... I think. If you're up that amount much and they get ten percent of the profits, I mean, they're they're like, hey, sell. We want that extra ten percent, you know. So I guess that makes sense, but it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Nah, it, it was What's funny that? though. They're they're like joking about it and stuff like that. It's kind of like having like your own team of cheerleaders, but ones that kind of sweat a little bit. <laughs> That's funny. So you started, um, you started during COVID, right? trading yeah yeah right after covid when i saw that huge drop i was selling cars at the time and um, everyone was talking about stocks so i decided yeah. to jump in it and then yeah that that was like shooting fish in a barrel like it's a lot harder to trade nowadays than it was back <laughs> then dude <laughs> before yeah. it was just like I mean, going can... down is going down and you could pretty much buy anytime you want and you'd be in profit right now you know what i mean yeah, exactly. As long as you didn't buy before COVID, I guess. <laughs> well, you'd still be in profit, even if you bought before COVID right now, pretty much on all major stocks. So, I mean, yeah. But if you bought after COVID, after that giant dump, yeah, pretty much 2x everything. There's been a full recovery and then some, like a big jump, actually. <laughs> did you also, when did you start all these businesses? Because if you were, was it always also during COVID? No, um, my first business was web design and SEO. Um, <clears throat> that I started before COVID. Um, you know, didn't make that much money for probably three years. 
And then during COVID, um, yeah, like my, my sales shot up, you know, I had e-commerce stores that were, uh, that were like, you know, doing pretty well too. And then eventually, um, you know, that income overtook my, uh, my salesman job at the car dealership. So I ended up quitting. And then like, I think one week after I quit, my buddy calls me and he's like, Hey dude, like I just bought a chainsaw. You want to start a landscaping company? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So overnight I built the website and then I shit you, did I shit you not a week and a half later, we got our first couple of jobs. It was two guys that were like neighbors. Dude, I shit you not one and a half weeks later, we're sitting there on this guy's lawn, just like standing right next to each other. We got five employees. This guy's whole lawn is just annihilated. There's trenches. We have excavators driving around, digging holes. We have bobcats and stuff. And my partner's just standing there. He's like, it's like, damn, bud. Got ourselves a whole operation here. <laughs> and like, that's, that's what I kind of noticed. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I was like, we got all. Yeah, it was. I was like, "Holy shit, we really got something going here." You know what I mean? <laughs> a week and a half later, That's after he crazy. told me about a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, funny, that's awesome dude. though. Um, yeah, and then how? Yeah, good how? How long did it take you to uh, maybe not be super consistent, but start seeing some profits from trading? Well, I guess you said it was pretty easy at first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my first year I made quite a bit of profits. And then of course I gave them all back at some point later on in the year. <laughs> yeah. So my, my first two, my first two years, maybe two and a half years, I, I always made a lot of money, but I always lost it all. Right. So I was always, mm-hmm. I was always a negative on the years. Um, yeah. In 2022, I was finally profitable in crypto. And then this year I'm uh, profitable in options and futures. Nice. very profitable okay actually. so you're going on like two years <laughs> yeah. now being profitable three this is my third year yeah okay and um what was your biggest i mean 60 60 70 000 in a day is like you know people dream about that kind of money that's like a salary i saw on your youtube there was one that was 100k what's like your biggest profit you've made in a day so, so 60K is my biggest profit in futures, but in options, at one point I was up 240K in one day. <laughs> and then like, like usual, I decided to you know, take one more trade and I went super heavy in it, almost lost everything. You could see the video on my Instagram. It went from positive 240K profit to minus 79K. So I lost 240K plus 79k literally within like i think 20 minutes and then randomly shot right back up to 179k profit i tried to exit but i couldn't because i had like i think 1400 contracts (laughs) zero day expiration spx there was like probably 10 minutes till close (laughs) i tried spam selling and it wouldn't let me sell yeah i was about to like lose everything you know what i mean and uh, and then I ended up switching to like 200 contracts to sell, and then I finally unloaded. And yeah, that day I made 108k, um, closed out the day. But my biggest profit day that I closed out and I kept it was 150. Yeah, that was That's my insane. biggest. It could have been 240, but overtraded like a retired. <laughs> so then, what is your biggest loss if you're if you're 
oh. comfortable sharing that because I mean, if you're making <laughs> my big, if you're, yeah. So, so this is this is kind of what I did. I like to only trade with like thirty to thirty-five k, because you know I was scared I was gonna lose it. But yeah. I did have a few days where I traded with like. I think my biggest loss in one day was was the whole account. I I literally just let it run into the ground like like a scrub. Yeah. It was a hundred two G's. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah, hundred two K in a day was my biggest loss. Not fun, dude. Not <laughs> That's fun a lot of money. <laughs> like, so uh, you were yeah. selling uh, at like a Lamborghini dealership, right? Selling cars. Yeah, yeah, I sold I sold Lamborghinis and Bentleys. Yeah. So I imagine you were probably making maybe six figures there also. Nope. Or no. You think so, but no. <laughs> no. Okay. I was making I was so making this... I think yeah. But I was I was also there part time because I was in college and stuff, oh. plus I had my business. Oh. Um so I was there part time. I think I think the most money I made in a year there was like sixty grand. And I was one of the top guys, but I also was part time. Um, but with with my company, the the web design and SEO company, I was probably making around six figures with it combined. Yeah. Okay. But so I'm asking the second because... year that I started trading. I'm, I'm asking why? because, uh, like, um, how did you get comfortable making and losing this much money? Like, because. To, to you know to the average person like that's a yearly salary so like how are you just like yeah. you know how did that happen it, it kind of happened really randomly actually because for a long time i was taking like 2k 5k um you know yeah. one day i made 20k i was like oh my god like this is this is awesome yeah. you know what i mean i kept on taking all the money out and then i actually yeah, it's crazy because I went from like like 2 to 10K profit, being super happy with it, then to 20K profit, and then immediately into 100K. <laughs> and then for like a week and a half in a, a row, I made like 100K every single day. And and then I started making like 60K a day, and then I haven't had a, a six-figure day in a hot minute since then. So I don't know, dude. It, maybe it was just like, maybe I just like had like a hot streak you know what I mean? I, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, went from 20K to six figures real quick, made like a little more than half a mil in a week, lost probably 200K of it, kept like 400K, and then I kind of settled down quite a bit. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess, so just to give everyone and myself like uh, background, like what is your strategy? <clears throat> well, with options, it was a lot different, right? Because I planned the volatility, you know, zero day expiration if, you know, it's a ticking time bomb. So I would just wait for, you know, what looks like it's going to be a giant move, you know what I mean? And we can YOLO in there. Not not YOLO, but, you know, I'd go heavy, heavy, and I'd try to scalp it. Okay. And then, you know, sometimes I'd get lucky and it'd just missile, you know what I mean? Um, I really just play price levels. I'd play, I like to play okay. news. I, I really like to play news. Um, what kind of news? You know, I wouldn't enter before the news. Huh? What kind of news? Like uh, FOMC, CPI, or like random? FOMC, CPI, yeah. And then, okay, so I, I remember one, I think this might have been the 150K day. 
um, I'm in Discord with some of my friends, right? We, we have like this trading group and uh, I'm balls deep in calls, right? I have like probably like 50K in calls or something like that, right? And um, so this old guy that's in there, um, he has one arm. This guy's funny as hell. He's awesome. Um, his name's Brian. He's like, he's like, oh, you guys see CNBC right now? Russia just shot down one of our drones. Uh, I was like, I what? <laughs> I was like, shit, I mean, call, dude. So I, you, do you remember that? Yeah. So I switched to puts thinking it's just going to crash. You know what I mean? And then sure as shit, for like 10, 15 minutes, nothing happened. So I'm like, I'm like getting all nervous, right? I have like 50 something K in here. So uh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh shit, like, why isn't it going down? Like, this is terrible news. And then, yeah, after like five, 10 minutes, boom, crashed, fell off, fell off a cliff. And I just held pretty much the entire day for 150 G's, dude. That's crazy. It, uh, so what up? Uh, price levels and news. It sounds like you're doing a lot of like uh, mostly like discretionary, just like going based on what you see and like feel. Like you think price is going to go yeah. up or down, and you enter essentially. Yeah, I, I, like to, I like to follow my intuition, right? Also, I mean, like the stock market repeats itself consistently, so you could you could literally yeah. just like look at the chart, like like the other day on Tuesday when I made that sixty something grand. Like I, it fell off a cliff right in the morning and I'm like, okay, I, I remember this happened, you know, a few weeks ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to short this. So I shorted a little bit, made like five, 10 grand, something like that. Only with like three or four, four contracts. And then, and then it starts bottoming out. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a criminal pump because that's just what we've been seeing lately. You know what I mean? Like for the past like month, there's just been criminal pumps and just awful dumps right so i'm like okay so i mean this this is probably what's gonna happen today you know what i mean like i mean there wasn't really much news i i don't, I don't remember if there was news that day um but yeah i was just going off price action and like it was it, it just it just i had this feeling in my stomach that i knew what was gonna happen you know what i mean <laughs> and then of yeah. course when it like when it hit the top I had that price level. I was texting you during it too. I was like, I'm gonna sell at 300 um, or 15,300, whatever on, on MQ, and then it shoots up to like 15,310. I'm like, you know what? Let me just go for another ten dollars. You know, I'll, I'll sell at 320. <laughs> of course, I never hit that. I ended up taking like, I think I lost like 10k profit on there. Like, uh, I didn't lose, but like, you know, I gave back 10k profit on there. And then I jumped in the short because it looked like it was going to dump off a cliff because it was around 11.30 p.m. or 11.30 a.m. CST, like noon CST. That's usually when it, like, you know, likes to reverse if it's if it's going to reverse. You know what I mean? So I was like, well, get full short. Took its sweet-ass time going down, but then eventually fell off a cliff. And, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's impossible to be right all the time, but as long as you're right some yeah. of the time, you know, you can make a shitload of money in one day. <laughs> That's crazy because you're almost like uh, the ideal trader. Like you're what everyone wants to be where they can just trade uh, with their intuition and their gut and, you know, find consistent profits with it. Because like uh, from my experience, you know, that's difficult for me. And for many other traders, it's difficult. Like they can't do it. So it's just like that's pretty awesome you're able to to do that and have success with it. Well, so 
so that that's what everyone talks about, right? Consistency, right? But I'm not consistent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'll I'll lose three thousand dollars each day for a week, two weeks. If it, if I lose three thousand, because that's my daily loss limit, right? If I if I lose three grand, I'm done trading for the day, right? If I lose three grand every single day for three weeks, I stop trading for a week or two, right? Because obviously there's something wrong with my head. That's the way I look at it. But I'll <laughs> yeah, lose okay. three thousand dollars a day for a week, maybe two weeks. You know that'll be what. 26 grand right or wait two weeks that's 10 days that'd be like 30 grand right so i'll lose 30 grand in two weeks but then on the third week i might make 60 grand you know what i mean (laughs) or 100 grand yeah so like your winners are a lot bigger than your yeah so I'm, i'm not really consistent i just consistently try to you know, sometimes I'll make like a grand or two and then stop, you know what I mean? Depends on how much time I have. But for the most part, I'll, I'll take an L if I don't get a big win. And it, it's super greedy of me. And it's, it probably isn't like the ideal strategy, but you know, some of the biggest winners on Wall Street have a 20% win rate, you know what I mean? And they're making millions because they win 20% of the time. Back when I was trading options, I had a 60% win rate which I thought was pretty good. But I mean, yeah. like with futures, my win rate is terrible, but I'm still hella profitable. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. that It's good you, saw, you said that because I was going to ask your win rate and like your average risk reward. So you're kind of similar to me where my win rate's pretty low too, and, but my risk reward is usually like over one to two. Um, so... I try to also aim for like big wins and I will go, I will go on losing streaks, but like for me, I'm still trying to make it, I'm I'm trying to make it work like the way you are, where you're actually catching those. Cause sometimes I'll, it just won't, a winner just won't come and I'll just keep taking losses. Cause I'm like staying disciplined to the strategy, but like it just won't work or marketing conditions aren't right or whatever it is, you know? Um, yeah. Do you know, like, what's the longest no, that happened for sure? <laughs> how, what's like the longest uh, losing streak you've been on, if you remember? Oh, I, I had a whole month of losing streaks once, and that's when I stopped uh, trading options. I literally lost money every single day for like a whole month. For a month, <laughs> I was losing probably yeah, that's, that's rough because I was only playing with like 30, 35 grand, so I'd be losing 20 G's, 30 G's every single day, dude. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, that is... <laughs> yeah, eventually got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not do, I'm, I'm not going to lose any more money. You know what I mean? And I, I think it was cause I, uh, I broke up with my girlfriend. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I think, I think that just kind of hit me a little bit hard. So I couldn't think I remember the day this losing streak started. Right. So I was actually in, uh, the discord call with those, those guys I was telling you about the, um, my friend Brian and like some other guys. And I'm, you know, deep in calls again. And we're all talking about, we're like, oh, this is going to be a massive run. This is going to be a massive run. And then, dude, it's it's just going like this, like, you know, sideways for like a, a good <laughs> hour and a half, maybe. And then, dude, and then it dips just a tiny bit, right? I fucking panic sell, dude. And then as soon as I sell, 
Oh, goes straight to the moon and doesn't stop climbing for the entire day, that dude. Is the worst. That would have been like 150, dude. That would have been 150, 200 G profit day. But instead, I, um, I got out for like maybe like a 5 G loss, whatever it was, and then I kept on trying to short it the whole fucking day, and it just would not go down. <laughs> so I blew up my account that day, and then, uh, and then after that, it was kind of downhill. Yeah. That's and that, that the was the start about, of my like, losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about uh, being someone that trades like off your intuition, though, is you are much more prone to like, uh, I guess, like your mental state and your emotional hijack. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. if something's going on outside of trading, then you can't think clearly. Whereas for me, it'll still affect me. Like if I'm not thinking straight, I I won't remember the rules, or I might break a rule. But like. I just need to follow the, I'm more mechanical. So like, I just need to follow the rules. Like I know what the rules are. It doesn't matter if I just broke up with someone or, you know, or I didn't sleep that well. It doesn't affect me as much, I would say. Do you, so. Well, that's good, uh, but. The, see, I, I like, um, I like how you're, you're a mechanical trader. But at the same okay. time, I feel like, I feel like the market is like, like it, it knows what everyone is doing. You know what I mean? Like, like it'll drop and hit your stop loss and skyrocket. You know what I mean? So like, I, I'm not sure what your strategy is, but yeah. I would say what everyone else is doing, don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do what everyone else is doing because the market knows what everyone else is doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's there's a there's and it a will reason, fuck you. There's a reason everyone can relate to the to the stock market dropping, stopping you out, and then reversing. Like you just said, you missed out yeah, on 150 exactly. grand. Like it happens yep, to yep. everyone. Uh, my strategy though very is often. Like, yeah. Uh, do you know who ICT is? Or inner circle trader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with ICT. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. So I use his concepts. I use his 2022 model. Uh, which I mean, depending, I think, how many subscribers does he have now? I know he just passed, uh, half a million. Uh, so like, to some people, like that would seem like it's. You know, that's a lot of retail traders. He's at 890 subscribers, which is, you know, that's a lot. But, I mean, yeah. there's probably millions of retail traders. I don't know the number. I don't want to waste time trying to look it up. So, like, in reality, you know, it's not. There's still a lot of people that don't know ICT. So, I wouldn't say trading his concepts is, like, doing what everyone else does. But I do try to, uh, I'm more so trying to not take in as much information now. Like, I'm no longer following him, his videos and his 20, not 20, like 200 tweets that he sends out every day. Um, just because I'm trying to stay focused on the strategy and, like, uh, go based off what I see in the charts and from my backtesting rather than just, like, what he's telling me and what all these other people are trying to tell me. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's definitely hard. I mean, fair, fair, fair value gaps are a real thing. You know what I mean? My buddy, his name's Dave. Um, he's obsessed with them, dude. And and we're like sometimes talking on Facebook uh, while we're trading and stuff like that. And uh, he's like, oh, dude, a VG coming up, like you know, da, 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 all the time. And um, you know, I I somewhat look out for them, but ninety percent of the time, it's like that's what everyone else is looking for. You know what I mean? Everyone's looking for fair value gaps. Everyone's looking for this. Everyone's looking for that. Everyone's putting their stop loss there. Everyone's take, putting their take profit there. And like, if you do what everyone else is doing, you're going to get the same results as them. And 90% of people fail. <laughs> so I, I would yeah. suggest just doing your own fucking thing, dude. <laughs> but price well, levels like, are like, like fair value gaps and price levels are very important. So definitely include those, you know, the ICT model and stuff like that. It's, it does yeah. work, but you got to have like your own style to it. Otherwise you're going to get steamrolled with everyone else. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is that I feel like price levels is probably more common than ICT, but I guess yeah. you just answered the, the, my question is that you, you're doing it your own way essentially, which makes it not like everyone else. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, like, okay, so you, you got to think about it like this. The whole market is about probability and risk management, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you see, if you see a giant pump, I don't know if you saw that, that video that, that I posted on Instagram the other day, but right in the beginning, um, there was a giant spike, just a giant bull run to like a price level that got rejected earlier, right? Okay. So as soon as it spikes up, you know, on like one of those 15 second giant green dildos, I, th I shorted 13 contracts, right? Go straight back down, right? There was a probability, you know, it was probably like 50-50 chance that it's going to slam back down very fast or just rock it up, right? So I was like, okay, well, I think it's going to go short. You know, I have a 50% chance of being right. Sure enough, it did slam down, right? So I sold eight contracts, held five, because now there's, you know, another 50, 40, whatever the percent chances are, that's going to keep crashing or it's going to shoot right back up, right? So, you know, you're, you're going to be wrong sometimes, probably half the time, you know what I mean? But if you follow the risk management, you know, then you'll, you'll be profitable. Because if it would have kept on shooting up, you know, with my 13 contracts in, then I would have had to get out, you know, within probably 15 ticks, otherwise I'm fucked, you know what I mean? But because it slammed down so fast, I was able to unload half the contracts. So when it came right back up, I still secured, you know, three, four grand profit, right? And then I held five contracts just in case it would dump off a cliff. So then I could have that 20, 40K day, 60K day. You know what I mean? So like every trade you take, there's like every price level, at least that that's probably the smartest way to do it is only play price levels, right? Because if you try to trade everything, you're going to get steamrolled. But if you trade price levels, there's like, I'd say almost, mo like most of the time, it's like a 50-50 chance you're going to be right or wrong. You know what I mean? Just choose a fucking side. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason I mean, why I like that's ICT's, what it is. ICT's model uh, is like, it's kind of, he words it in a way that it's like going against retail traders, but it's also kind of true because of that, his 2022 model 
is you wait for a swing high to be hit first, which, you know, most people, most people will put their stops at a swing high or swing low. So you wait for that to happen first, which is essentially like retail traders getting stopped out. Um, and then, like you said, though, I think it is like 50-50. It'll keep going or it'll reverse. And then his strategy is the no. reversal, essentially. I love shorting, dude. Shorting is my favorite thing to do, dude. You make so much money it's so fast. Much quicker, with a, yeah. with like, it's just... <laughs> dude, when, when you're holding like a big position long, like you got to sit there for hours and hours and then you're shitting your pants because it could just dump off a cliff in five minutes and burn all your profit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a time where I only shorted... <laughs> But then I then I saw that I'm missing out on a lot of money because bull runs do happen. So how does but, yeah how I mean, does the max loss work on funded accounts? Because if you're losing, I can like yeah, just go ahead. So I, I have a hundred fifty k live funded top sub account. Um, so I can only lose three thousand dollars on a day. So okay. let's say I made five thousand dollars then I could lose $8,000. If I made $20,000, then I could lose $23,000. You know what I mean? So I can only go negative $3,000, and then it'll yeah, stop my okay. account for the entire day. <laughs> I gotta wait till tomorrow. <laughs> but how many days in a row? Like, what's the total like, cumulative loss you can take? It doesn't matter. They... Till, till you run out of money. Till you run out of 150000 Or... So... Okay, so th this is how it worked for me, right? So I had two express funded accounts, right, which are simulated okay. um, accounts. You could withdraw 50% of the profit after five days of $200 plus, right? But then over two days, I made, I think, $30, $31,000 per account, right? So I made like sixty two grand. So what they did was they took both of my express funded accounts put it into a live funded account and I requested a payout, right? So they paid me like 30 grand. So then my live funded account started with like 30, $31,000, $32,000. Okay. But I could trade 15 contracts because I, I brought it down to like, I think 12 K <laughs> like I had a string of losses. So I brought it down from 30 K to 12 K and I could still trade 15 contracts, right? So they give you basically the power to buy 15 contracts, which is $15,000 basically, but they call it 150000 And then just whatever money you made before that on the express funded account is your loss limit. So you cannot let that account go to zero. Right now my account's sitting at like 60 something grand. Yeah. So you could take three grand losses until you lose all that 60K and then you, the account's gone essentially. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. And then after five days, you okay. could withdraw, or five days of $200 plus, you could withdraw 50% of your account. And then after 30 days of $200 plus profit per day, you could withdraw 90%. Okay. Do you recommend funded accounts? Because I, I always just trade my own uh, money, just do my own risk management. Uh, I take very small losses, so I mean. So, so that's what I like about funded accounts because that's I did that the same. You know what I mean? I've 
I've burned through my own money and I've made a shitload of money of my own money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like with a funded account, I, I think it's great, dude. I think it's awesome because for $150 a month, they'll give you the ability to buy 15 contracts and, you know, you can make 60K in a day, 30K, 100K, whatever you want, but your only risk is $150. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you blow it, yeah. And, and a little bit of time because you got to pass the challenges. You know what I mean? So you're risking $150 plus time with unlimited upside with, you know, your own money. You're risking as much money as you put in the trade. Um, the chance that you don't follow your rules and you just ignore your stop loss and blow your fucking account like I did a bunch of times. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously there's also unlimited upside with your own money too. But yeah, dude, I don't yeah. know. Ever since I started using funding, I mean, I, I love it, dude. I love it. What is, like, what is, there's a lot that I want to, to ask you about, like how you got to this point, but I guess like, what is the biggest lesson that you had to learn to get you to this point where like, you know, 90% lose, I'm still, uh, not consistently losing, but like, I'm not consistently profitable. So like, yeah, I guess I don't, maybe that's not a good question, but like, what, when did it start to like change for you or click or, you know? <clears throat> well, when I started controlling my losses with options, it got a lot better. Right. But then there would still be some days where I would, you know, get emotionally hijacked. I'd be like, you know what? No, no, I got to make this money back. I got to do this. You know what I mean? I'm not taking any more losses and I'll wire over like 50 K right on top of the 30, 40 K I already lost. I'll lose oh, that 50 K. Right. So there was, there was a point I would lose just so much money that I was like, all right, you know what? I need a daily stop loss. And, um, really just the volatility of options was just insane. So you could just burn through a shitload of money or you can make it. But, you know, I, I really started like doing much better when I switched to futures mm. um, because, you know, there's no time decay, yeah. stuff like that. And you could actually calculate yeah. how much money you're going to lose. You know what I mean? Or, yes, or gain. I freaking hate that about and, options. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just so random, dude. I remember one, like sometimes it would jump up like $10 on SPX, which, which isn't a lot. And I look at my account, I'd be down 40%. I'll be like what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, dude. But then on the, on the flip side, I'd be up like a shitload of money off just yeah. like a tiny little jump too. So, you know, it goes both ways, but I got to say that was probably the most stressful time of my trading career. Those zero day SPX options, dude. And I can imagine. Yeah. It was just insane, but things really turned around for me when I started making that daily loss limit, which was kind of forced upon me, right? With top step, yeah. you can only lose $3,000 in the day. That's it. So, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll have a bad week. Like last week, no, last week was good. But the week before that, I didn't have a single profitable day. You know what I mean? There was one day where I was up 15 grand and then guess what? I lost that and then the 3K. And I wanted to keep going because I was profitable on the day, but I wasn't because I lost it all. You know what I mean? So a, a new rule I implemented was, you know, two steps forward, one step back and I'm done. So if I make 20 G's, I lose 10 of it 
I have 10k profit, I'm just going to stop. You know what I mean? And um, okay. that that's really the minimum profit I'll take on a day. I, I want at least 10k a day, otherwise I'm not happy. Hmm. I guess that leads me to a, a good question. What what defines success for you in trading? Whether it's monetary or like not monetary following your rules or whatever. Mm. I mean, obviously it's monetary and that's why I'm trading, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I like, I'm, I'm here to make money. So if I'm not making money, then I'm not successful. But I'd yeah. also say that, you know, like, like the other day on Friday, I, I just went full retard. I, I was up probably three or four grand and it was Friday. So I, I like to chill on Fridays. But I was like, you know what? No, I kind of want to go go hard. You know what I mean? So I ended up burning that 4K plus another 3K. So I hit my daily loss limit. And uh, my buddy was up like some, like 2,000 something, which was a lot of money for him. So he's like, yes, dude, I'm so happy. Yeah. He said, but I want to make more. I want to make more. And like he, he was like, he, was, he did like really good. Like he doesn't usually make that much money. You know what I mean? So he's like, yeah, dude, I'm going to get home. I'm going to start trading again. I'm like, like. This this is what success is, you know. When you have that much money, like you're profitable, and you can walk away. I I think that's like a big win in the long in the long term. You know what I mean? So I actually convinced him to to take his profits and run because that's what I wish I would have done. You know what I mean? So obviously, on Friday I didn't make any money. I just took an L, and this whole weekend I'm kind of like you know pissed off about it. So besides you know the monetary um, success. Um, you know, just being able to walk away on a Friday with some money before the weekend, I'd say like th this Friday, I'm going to try make like, I don't, I don't even care how much money I make as long as I make like $2,000, you know what I mean? Like as long as I'm positive and I don't take the fucking L right before the weekend, I think that's a big success for me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not looking at like the long term, um, like success plan. I'm talking about like every day, you know what I mean? Cause I think that's what it's more about. Like what kind of success stories can you have for that day? You know what I mean? Like, mm. sure, the year from now matters, but as long as you have success stories every single day, at the end of the year, you're going to be fucking happy and you're going to be a success. You know what I mean? That's a good so point. So when you say successful, that's what I think. Yeah. I, I agree with that, but also kind of disagree. I agree because, like, it's true that, like, if you're someone that only thinks about... uh hey, today, you know, I might have not done what I need to do today. You know, maybe I didn't do anything or I, I took an L. But, you know, a year from now or five years from now, I'm going to be successful. Like if you do that every day, you're not going to be successful because you keep, you know, not doing things or you keep taking L's. So that's why I agree with you. Uh, but I also disagree because I think it's also, uh, I think it's a little bit of like a short-term mindset especially for people that you're profitable. So, I mean, it, obviously I'm not here to tell you if you're right or wrong, but for a lot of people, I think they're unprofitable and they have like a short-term mindset. They're like, I just want to make money today. You know, I want to make money as quick as possible. I, I don't care about uh, tomorrow. They just care about today. And like, if you made money today, that's awesome. But like, can you do it the next day? Can you do it next week? next month, you know, a year from now, will you still have those profits or will it just be that you made money one day, you got lucky, you know, you know what I mean? 
And that, that's how it was for me for the first two years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> but I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's why you got to go, you know, each day. And, you know, my rule is, my new rule, I, I have a bunch of rules, but my new rule is, you know, end Friday without hitting the fucking 3K loss limit for me. <laughs> and I, I think that's a success. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm a big believer in the compound effect, right? So if you follow your rules every single day, then eventually you're going to get the outcome that, that you want, right? As long as you, you do everything properly. And losing in trading is part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, you've you got to take L's. I mean, yeah. if you're... It, it depends on how you're taking the L's, right? Because if you're taking the L's and not learning from them, then you're fucked, yeah. right? <laughs> but but if you're point. taking the L's and you're realizing what you did wrong and maybe writing it down in your journal or something that you're not going to do it again or, like, what happened, then then it's a good L. You know what I mean? Who did you... Like, how did you learn to trade? Oh, uh, I, I bought a bunch of courses. I... I bought like a lifetime student coaching. I bought signals. I'm in a ton of discords. I watched thousands okay. of YouTube videos. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, I, I read a bunch of books about it too. The books, I, I didn't really like the books that much, um, but the videos and stuff like that. And, and uh, I, you know what warrior trading is? I, I bought that course yeah. once. Um, and then, it yeah, there, that, that one arm guy that I told you about, Brian, He's with uh, 870 Trading. He, he was my teacher for a while, and I, I like the way he taught it. He taught me about price levels and all that stuff, and that's that's when I started doing much, much better. Okay, so do you recommend... Because I, I, traded, I traded penny stocks for a long time. Me too, yeah. Right? I traded penny stocks yeah. for like three or four years. Only penny stocks. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's what Warrior Trading was about, so that's why I bought that course for like, I think, $4,000. They ended up getting sued, so I got like two hundred dollars back a little bit a few years later. Do you? But um. Do you recommend them? Or anyone else? Penny stocks. I. No, just like the people <clears throat> you've learned from. Do you recommend any of them, or any educators? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's really good to to learn from as many people as possible, and. And then just make your own style, like we talked about earlier. Like just yeah. looking at what everybody else is doing, getting you know all their knowledge, and then creating your own style. That that's what I think is probably the best thing someone could do to be profitable in trading long term. I mean, right now the ICT method is all I hear about. So I mean, I would recommend taking sure. a look at that because I mean it. Fair value gaps and all that are, are pretty legit. And, you know, playing reversals is a lot of what I do, too. Um, but also, you know, take a look. Take a look at what you're doing, for example. <laughs> like, take, take a look at how you're thinking, what you're trading. You make videos about it, right? I mean, there's yeah. there's a bunch of people. Like, um, who who's that one guy that I really like that has been making videos? It's not Dude, me. I don't remember what his name is. You, you too. I just said you, dude. <laughs> I said you before this guy. <laughs> Shit, Is what? He... Oh, Siam Kid in crypto. Cause uh, you know Siam Kid. No. No, uh, he he's in crypto. In so crypto. I mean, he, it's a little bit of a different game. 
yeah, yeah, it's it's a different game, but he's he's just good at explaining like what's going to happen in the near future, and you know he kind of explains how the stock stock market wants to like take all your money basically. So like, what can these stock prices do to make the most retail traders lose their money? <laughs> and that's kind of how I started thinking. You know what I mean? Like when when something's happening, I'm like, okay, what's the thing that everyone is thinking is going to happen, and what would like what if this happened would this make the most people lose their money you know what i mean and i would kind of you know go with the route that's that's going to fucking just bankrupt everybody else because i think that's what's going to happen you know what i mean i truly think that they're out there to steal everybody's money <laughs> so i kind of like you know ride the wave with them and i i try to play like psych- psychology you know what i mean like market psychology yeah cuz i mean if you I mean, you, you know the statistics. 90% of people lose money. <laughs> Why is that? Because the market wants to take your money. <laughs> so chances are what you think is going to happen isn't going to happen because that's what everyone else is thinking. So do the opposite of what everyone else is thinking. <laughs> yeah. that's ICT talks about that a lot. Like he says, uh, maybe he's not. Maybe I'm mixing it up with some other ICT trader uh where they say like you know they're constantly asking themselves how is the market going to like t- uh screw the most amount of retail traders you know and i try to do that yeah, sometimes yeah. and sometimes it's just hard for me like i think i'm just bad i think that's yeah. why i'm a mechanical trader is because i'm like i'm i'm not from my experience so far like i'm not good at like uh intuitive or discretionary trading like i just i i'm like 50 50 at best which i guess is you know that's okay but like it's hard for me to know like is it gonna go up is it gonna go down what's what would the average retail trader think you know you can't know yeah you, you won't know what everyone else is thinking unless you're in like discord groups and stuff like that and you kind of just like hear everyone like oh dude it's gonna be on a bull run or something you know what i mean True. but like just looking at it you'll never know but you got to think about like what's the chance what, what's the chance is gonna skyrocket here you know what i mean you'll, you'll never know mm-hmm. but you know just looking at the charts you have enough experience that you've probably seen pretty much everything that's going to happen in the markets and Everything that you've seen is basically just going to go on repeat for forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, for the that, next... that's the way I look at it. I like that's true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's really not much new shit that happens in the market except on maybe news days. You know what I mean? Pretty much everything is 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 a repeat of what happened. You know, previous years. So, I mean, I I think if you truly looked at a chart, you'd be like, okay, well this this is probably what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And I think you could take, you could take your trade based on that at some point. Uh, so, and I, I've also- seen, I've seen, I've seen your trades too. Like, like you hold, even when you're like in deep profit, you just sit there and fucking hold and let it come right back against you. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh well, <laughs> I see. I seen that video. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy really doesn't give a fuck." <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it yeah. seems like you know what's gonna happen, but you just like kind of 
hope for the home run too, which which isn't a bad thing. I do that too, but sometimes you just gotta take some money, dude. Yeah, no, I've been <laughs> or move told... your stop loss lower. Yeah, I've been told to like take profits from a couple people. Well, I mean, again, yeah. it just goes to being mechanical. Like I, uh, like I back test a lot to this to figure out, which I know. Uh, back testing and like looking at history won't always like tell you about the future, but I mean, it's it's a good indicator. I think. I think it will. I think it will help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to. I go through, I do back testing on the strategy to figure out like what's the average risk to reward, what's the average uh, win rate. And then I use that to figure out, okay, is it going to be profitable or not? And then to determine like my stop losses and take profits. So, I mean, I enter the trade, I set the stop loss, I set the take profits, and then either it, it stops me out or it hits the take profit. And then rarely, rarely I'll move it, you know. Um, but once it hits the first take profit, I will move the stop loss to break even. That's like the minimum I'll do. But yeah, I mean, it does suck. It does suck when yeah, it's like dude. when it's like one tick away or a couple ticks away from take profit, or it barely stops you out and reverses. It's like it's like you're right, but you you didn't profit from it. You know, that's the worst. Yeah. That is the worst, dude. That is the absolute worst. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I hate putting in stop losses anyways. You know what I mean? Like, I, like whenever I put, like, a stop loss in, like, you know, I'll, I'll put it, like, far, far away back from, like, what I really want my stop loss to be just in case it just, just missile randomly because I missed something. You know what I mean? Okay. But besides yeah. that, I, I try to I try to do only mental and mental take profits too, because those those motherfuckers do look for your orders, dude. They'll they'll see your order blocks and they'll, you know what I mean. I mean they, I, I don't know if they really they, care about our size. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But people see that and they want to fuck you. <laughs> they do. They literally sell your. Uh, that's how the retail. Uh, most of the free uh, brokers make money as they sell your orders to um, whoever. They basically sell your orders to whoever so, so they know like where you're, you know where you're entering, and they'll take the opposite because they know statistically ninety percent lose. So it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pretty smart. That's pretty funny. I, I've never heard of that. But, uh, I mean, there's yeah. book maps and stuff. Like, you could see where everyone's orders are. You know what I mean? But uh, that that's a funny concept that they're selling <laughs> shitty traders' information <laughs> to real traders. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. It's apparently... Um, I spoke to a guy that was uh, that owns, a like, a broker-dealer uh, company. So, like... Uh, yeah, apparently that's something they do, like Robin Hood. I mean, all of them are free now. So, like, they make their money by selling the pretty much our orders to other people to profit on, off of it, which is messed up, but also smart. Uh, I, I thought they make their profit on the spread because they keep a few cents off of each trade, right, or a few dollars, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, let's um, say NASDAQ is at 15000 even. They'll get you in at you know, fifteen thousand twenty five cents. You know what I mean? And they'll keep that twenty five cents per contract. You know what I mean? 
I guess on I was thinking that's how the orders are. maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm actually not too uh, educated on this topic, so I should, probably shouldn't be talking about it. But from from what that guy told me, <laughs> I'm not that educated on it. Yeah, yeah. What that guy told me, they make pro, they like sell your orders, and the people literally take the opposite. Like whoever it is, the um, I don't know if it's hedge funds or just you know people with a lot of money. Um, you're a scalper, right? I like to scalp and then I hold sometimes. Like, like, like if I see a trend that's pretty obvious, I'll hold. Yeah, but I like scalping. Yeah. On uh, last, or I guess this week, when you made sixty k, you said you made like. <laughs> I asked you. I was like, how how how? What's your average amount of trades you'll take? I was expecting like you know something less than ten, and you said like a hundred or a hundred fifty or something like that. No, no, like fifty, like fifty. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Like that, still, though, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, so so what I do, and and I actually I was on Top Step TV what yesterday or two days ago, and um, yeah. they were talking about my stats, and they said like out of three hundred ten trades, I think they said two hundred ninety were winners, so I was like surprised. I was like my my mm-hmm. win last my win loss ratio was pretty fucking high, but my yeah. daily win loss ratio was like I think yeah. fourteen. <laughs> 18 percent or some shit so, so bad you're just entering, but i'm still one of I'm, you're just entering as it's going in your so, favor okay so this, this so this, this is what i do so i'll enter a trade if i don't think that you know i have a very high chance of winning like if like if i don't know what the trend is gonna be i'll fucking sell for you know five hundred thousand dollars profit you know what I mean? Five hundred thousand dollars. If it's ranging. Oh, five hundred. Yeah. Five hundred yeah. to a thousand. Okay. <laughs> five hundred to a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to make at least four grand per trade, yeah. um, or more. But if if I'm getting all like sketched out and stuff like that, and like if if it's choppy, you know, I'm doing like the fastest trades possible because <laughs> I I just yeah I I play with like ten fifteen lots usually right. At the start of the day, I'll start off with like maybe one to three um, minis, yeah. But at the beginning of the day, I'll try to like you know ease into a one to three minis unless I'm really confident in a trade, so I can build up you know a little bit of a profit buffer. You know what I mean? But um, then you know I'm I'm playing heavy, like at least ten to fifteen. Um, fifteen is the max I can do on these funded accounts, so I I do trade the max usually, yeah. <laughs> but you know. With 15 contracts, a 3K stop loss, it it happens in seconds, dude. Like, seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a couple yeah. ticks. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like $75 always... a tick. That's a lot. I trade with minis, and I usually trade with two. So it's, I think, a dollar twenty-five each a tick. So two fifty. Oh, micros? Yeah. Uh, micros. Those yeah, are micros. Micro yeah, micros. Yeah. yeah. Are Are you trading Nasdaq? NQ. No. Uh. No. ES. Oh, ES. Yeah. That's. I for, I used to trade ES too. I think. Is it? How much is it? How much is it per tick? One twenty-five for micros. One dollar twenty-five cents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, okay. 
Um, and then and then full ones are fifteen dollars a tick, right? Or is it fifty? Because uh, they move super slow. I remember. Um, I think it's ten times the size, yeah. so it might be twelve fifty. It is ten. So twelve fifty. Okay. Okay. So it's fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh, fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. a point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ES, ES was fun when I was trading SPX, but then I tried trading it on futures. I just couldn't do it. Too slow, dude. I like I like those crazy fast moves, dude. <laughs> Ones well, that get my heart going, you know what I mean? It makes sense coming from penny stocks. <laughs> yeah. When you were training penny yeah, stocks, penny were stocks you were scalping? Yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part. Um, like Blink was one that I held for a long time. Remember Blink? The, the charging uh, the stations. charging company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it went from like a dollar or two dollars to like forty-eight dollars or something. I held that all the way to like handful. I think thirty bucks or something. Huh? Dang. There's a handful of EV companies. Sorry, what did you think? Yeah, yeah. Neo too. I, I was in all of those, dude. I love the EV surge, dude. That that was that was awesome. That's when I made the most money. <laughs> In penny stocks. <laughs> nice. But yeah, um, I, I never held. Yeah, the, the, I was always just day trading. Yeah. yeah, see, okay, so I don't like holding, dude, because anything can happen overnight. And with day yeah. trading, you know, you, you make that money. That's your money. You know what I mean? While, you know, you're up five, ten grand, whatever, on a swing something shitty happens over the weekend, you yeah. check back when market opens, boom, you're negative, like, half your port or something. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So, yeah, day trading is all around so much better. But, um, yeah, there, you do take L's. That's, that's, that's the hard part, right? And a lot of people can't accept the L's and can't learn from them. So that's why 90% of day traders fail. And um, I, I think you should check this out, dude. Top Step is fucking sweet dude like 150 dollars a month you could trade 15 minis dude <laughs> like i and literally don't think you can I make a money dude if i'm being honest I'd, i think i'd have to start with but you build up to it maybe one yeah 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 so so when you uh pass the first combine right if you want 150k accounts you gotta make nine thousand dollars profit in at least two days or yeah, at least two days. So you could, you got to make $9,000 profit um, within a month, I believe. Or I don't even think there is a time limit, but you can't make $9,000 profit in one day and get the get the funded account. You know what I mean? Oh, it has to be more than two days. You make $9,000 profit. Yeah. And then they give you an express funded account, which is still a simulated environment. But you get to keep 50% of the profit you make. And they make you follow a scaling plan, right? So I believe it's, you know, you can only trade three contracts till you hit $1,500 profit in the account. And then after that, you could trade like five up until 2500 Then when you're above 4500 profit in the account, then you could trade 15 contracts, right? And <clears throat> like I told you about um, earlier, when I had those two express funded accounts, I was only trading three contracts, and I made sixty grand in in two days. Dang! Trading just three minis. You know what I mean? Sixty grand. So you took so, half of that, or 
that's how much yeah yeah they, they paid out 30 grand to me and they put 30 grand of the life under the account that's nice and um yeah and that was you know i had two of them so i paid 150 dollars each for both of them so i spent 300 dollars, made 30k you know what i mean <laughs> i i think it's a no fucking brainer dude <laughs> well yeah <clears throat> I've just never had, like, technically for the past two weeks, I'm profitable. But, like, I'm profitable two weeks ago. I think I was I finished up, like, 10 or 15 points, which with two micros is uh, 5 times 15, whatever that is. It's not that much money. And then last week, I think I finished, like, up 5 points, so, like, 25 bucks. So, like, obviously, if you scale that, that's, you know times it by 10 or a hundred you know that can be a lot of money but uh, i'm still not that's money dude yeah right like, <laughs> it's just not consistent hey yet. but hold on, okay, hold on. Where... so i'm 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 talking sorry sir i'm talking about the 150k account the 50k accounts is like 50 bucks Oh, okay. So you can take your profits you made last week and actually buy this account. I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying I think it's awesome. Especially since, like, you're like you're doing well. It's just you don't have enough size to to actually make real money. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe you're happy with it, but you're also not going to be able to feel those emotions. You know what I mean? Like, like when you have 10 contracts... Like, your heart's beating a different type of way than if you have two minis. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I, I wouldn't handle it. <laughs> like, your, your heart's like... right now. <laughs> but you could if you do it enough times, though. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. But slowly, I'd have to build up to it. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is it is very attractive, though, and I see why many traders do it. Uh, again, like, it works for you, so I'm not telling you what to do or what not to do or that you're doing the wrong thing but i think for most traders you know they have that short-term mindset and combine that with the fact that they can pay fifty dollars today and potentially make a couple grand you know from that it's just like i feel like it's a deadly combination where they think they want to make a thousand dollars today and by paying fifty dollars or around fifty dollars they can get access to making that much money. So they're just, they're essentially like gambling for most people. But I, I see what you say. Yeah, it's like a good, I think it is pretty legit. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like 99% of the people, no, with Top Step is different, but with like Apex and stuff like that, they have a drawdown. I'm pretty sure like 95% of people just literally just run through combines nonstop and never actually get a payout. It's so hard yeah. with Apex. Um, yeah, it's it's just so hard. But with Top Step, I think it's probably the same. That's just because most people don't know how to trade. <laughs> like in general, people just, yeah, they're, they're gambling. They're people look gambling. at it like a casino. Yeah. And if you call it gambling then it's going to be gambling. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you're thinking in your head, like, oh, my God, the stock market's like gambling. Or while you were growing up, your parents were always like, oh, yeah, the stock market's like a casino, da-da-da. Then you're going to think it's a casino, and you're going to think it's gambling, and you're going to treat it like that, and you'll never make money. You'll, you'll never be profitable, no matter if you're 
funded trader or if you're playing with your own money. <laughs> it, it'll just never happen. <laughs> but if you're a quality trader that follows rules, does what he's supposed to do, then funded accounts are just a no-brainer for me because, you know, I, I've lost $100,000, $102,000 in a day, right, of my own money. Mm -hmm. If that was in a funded account, I would have lost 150 bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. It yeah, it it that's, avoids it avoids that's the way I like huge to think losses. About it, dude. it avoids the huge losses, but at the end of the day, if you're someone that doesn't have rules, you're just gonna you know you're consistently gonna be paying money and losing those accounts. But yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, a little bit safer. Is there anything? Yeah, I, I think. It's, yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about specifically? Because I have like one more question. What I want to talk about specifically. I really wanted to ask you. Um, What, what did I want to ask you? <laughs> Shit, I was thinking about questions today, dude. But then I went to my aunts and like it was like a whole thing, so kind of got a little stirred up. Um, I didn't want to talk about too. Yeah, I, I don't remember you traveling, because like you, I'm, traveling. I, yeah. Aside from the last question, like you're, do you just travel all the time and you fund it through your businesses and through trading? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like yeah, I feel just, like that's a lot of young people's uh, dream to like just have financial freedom and be able to travel and kind of do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I set this goal like what eight years ago now, <laughs> so it took me a long Man. time to actually do it. Yeah. But yeah, I set this goal, and trading is probably the best part about it because. It makes the most money, you know what I mean? Yeah, 60K. <laughs> like my businesses, like they, they keep me safe, you know you know what I mean? I, like I'm safe with them. But with trading, I have the money to do whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I want. <laughs> like I could, I could go buy like, you know, w literally anything I want right now. <laughs> and, you know, it, it won't even do anything because I made all this money fucking out of clicking a mouse button yeah, a few times literally. a day, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Trading is crazy. It really is, dude. It really is probably the most pro like like can you name anything else that can make you $100,000 in one day? Like besides Jeff Bezos and, you know, Elon Musk and, you know, any other yeah, like building huge companies. you know massive company owners. Um what else is going to make you 100 Gs in one day, dude? Like honestly, like no. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd have There's to nothing. scale something up, some business up, or some courses, whatever. It's just, you know. Even then, you're going to get refunds. You're going to get people complaining. You're going to get this, and boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? But with trading, nope. Click, click. Boom. Keep it. Withdraw click, it. Click. Spend one. it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So boom. do you just, do you, like, have a home? Or are you just traveling all the time until you decide to settle down? I don't have a home right now, no. I'm just traveling all the time now. <laughs> One second, I just gotta fix this thing really quick. 
Yeah, I noticed your your light turned off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, battery well. died. Now, right now, I'm pretty much homeless. Um, so I actually wasn't planning on traveling for this long. You know, I, I sort of had an idea that I was going to go travel for a while, but um, I still had my girlfriend. I still had my uh, my lease. I still had my car and everything back home. And then when I broke oh. up with my girlfriend, um, I, I booked a, a trip to Dubai, right, for two weeks. And it had, like, a return flight home and everything. And... Um, and then we returns. got back together, so I was like, okay, yeah, and then it had a return flight home, so I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go to Dubai for two weeks, I'm going to go live with my girlfriend, because my lease is ending, right? So, um, I ended up moving all my stuff out of my apartment, and uh, then me and my girlfriend broke up. So, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go to Dubai, and then I'm going to figure it out from there. And uh, I gave my sister my car. And um, after Dubai, I went to Bali, right? This is what I started my solo journey because I was with my friend in uh, Dubai. Oh. And um, not even a week into Bali, my family member crashes my car into the house and totals it. <laughs> my Tesla Model S, dude, just pieces, dude. <laughs> just done for. So at that point, I was just like, you know what, like, I, I have nothing left back home. Like, I have no apartment. I have no girlfriend. I have no, no car. I, I literally have nothing. I'm just going to go around the world and, you know, see what I can do. And that's when I started that, yeah. That's cool. How many places um, have you traveled to? So far, it's been Dubai, Bali, Thailand, and now Poland. And I'm going to be in Poland for probably another couple months. And then nice. I really want to go to Africa, dude. I want some tigers and some lions to chase me in a, in the safari, dude. That's what I really want. <laughs> so I, I want to go by Africa, yeah. maybe to Cape Town and stuff. Um, I ended up meeting this one chick over here from South Africa. And she's like, yeah, you got to go to Cape Town. You got to check it out. So I'm going to do that. And then... I don't know, dude. I'm just going to keep winging it wherever I think is cool. I'm going to go to Croatia at some point, too, because I hear there's beaches and mountains. And after being in Thailand, I had, like, this sick mountain view outside my balcony, and I fell in love with mountains. So yeah. I also like the beach. So I want to go to Croatia, have the mountains and the beach at the same time, and maybe I'll just build a house there or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a good combo. That that brings up uh, I think another, it's cool. another question I had, though was that scalping and day trading is more for like people that are risky. And it sounds like that does fit your personality, right? Like you just said, you want to, you want to get chased by tigers in a safari. And I mean, you're traveling solo. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're kind of just, it sounds like it fits your personality, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like a little bit of risk. Um, okay. I definitely, like, yeah, I'm definitely into it, yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I like trading 15 lots, too, because <laughs> get your yeah, heart exactly. pumping, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> for me, like, I'm not, like, day trading, like, I'm less, I'm more risk-averse. Like, I would be, I think swing trading would match my personality more. That's why I trade mechanically is because I am very, like, organized, uh, methodical, um, I like to take my time, you know, plan everything out, which 
I can still do that with mechanical trading, but like, you know, I feel on a longer time frame, I could just see it, let it take its time, maybe a couple hours to get there, and then I enter, and then let it run for hours or days. But it's just, I still, I haven't put enough time into it to know for sure, but I, I just, I can't find a strategy that works with swing trading, or at least that's better uh, compared to day trading. Because it's like, why would I do, if I'm going to do the same thing in a longer time frame and get the same results, it's just going to take longer to get those results, you know? Whereas with day trading, I can get it one or two trades a day. With swing trading, it would be once a week, and it would be, you know, take longer. Yeah, that's just... That's, yeah, that's yeah swing trading, it's just super high risk, dude, because there's multiple news announcements in a week. So, you know... I guess that's true. Unless, like... If you know, unless you're like you're like I, I can't even tolerate fucking uh, news n holding through news, dude. Like I, I can't do that because you know, it's literally it's just gambling. It's gambling. Yeah, it's stupid. It's literally stupid. So I think that's like one reason swing trading doesn't work unless like, you know, you have a giant buffer. Um, mm -hmm. You know, with futures, I, I think it's like what five hundred bucks per contract per micro and then times 10 or, or times I don't even know like what the the overnight limit is but it's crazy high from what I remember right or, or am I making this up have, have you tried holding micros overnight um no I haven't so I don't know so I, I think you need like I forget yeah, like a few thousand yeah, dollars per contract yeah, there so, is a more there is a different requirement for day trading and for overnight trading, but I never hold yeah. past, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, like with yeah, just just swing trading is just so high risk in my eyes, and people think day trading is high risk, but I, I think funny, the complete yeah, opposite. Unless like yeah, I think the complete opposite because you know I'll get out of that trade. I don't care if, you know, there's a nuke dropped somewhere. I'll, I'll be sitting on the sidelines while the swing traders <laughs> will just get, you know, destroyed, you know, unless they went short. <laughs> True. Okay, well, I guess uh, my last question is, like, what has made the biggest impact on your trading? Beneficial impact. The biggest beneficial impact... Um, really just trading price levels, dude. Like when I really started focusing on price levels and being patient, I would practice patience. I literally like sit there like that day that I made 60 grand. I sat there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes in front of my computer. I had my charts open. I looked, I was like, okay, I kind of see a trade right now, but I'm not going to do it. So I just sat there like this, boom, <laughs> close my eyes, 10, 15 minutes. And then when I, when I got out of it, it was market open, right? I, I was just like analyzing, watching price levels, and that's when I started making my trades with a clear mind, you know what I mean? And being patient. Like I, I sat there for, I think, 15, 20 minutes after market open, just thinking about what could happen and jotting down my price levels and, you know, just following those and having a little bit of patience, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. patience pays. <laughs> so Hard. just focusing on those two things has made a dramatic difference in my profitability and my fucking amount of losses, dude.
massive difference. Yeah, no, that's that's probably my biggest strength is to, you know, just have patience and be disciplined, which is why I think I uh, go towards mechanical trading. Um, who knows? I mean, I might try to do more discretionary in the future. I kind of tried it the past couple of weeks and it like didn't really it wasn't that good so <laughs> yeah we'll see where where it goes from here i think i think if you had you know higher ways to make profit i think your style of trading would work very well because like you're 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 playing the market the right way is just I think you're not making enough money to take profit. You know what I mean? Like, like in that one video where I saw you enter the trade and it fucking drops down like you're like eating or whatever, running around and it comes back and hits your stop loss. I yeah. think that <laughs> if you were in a trade with like at least five contracts and you came back, you know, with your plate or whatever, and you looked, you're like, oh shit, I'm up five grand. Oh, I think you would have hit the sell button and you would have been very happy. <laughs> it's true. If, it, if I you know saw what I mean? was up, if I was up over a thousand dollars, I would take it. But in the grand scheme this, of things, this is why like I think said, you need more size. I don't know. Yeah, because I do. I think I, I. I'm too analytical. Like I think of it at like it doesn't. This one trade doesn't matter. What matters is over the grand scheme. Like if I sell a little bit early this time, then that reduces my risk reward, and I know I need to hit this risk reward over time, you know, for the strategy to work. But because I'm so mechanical, like I don't allow myself to, you know, make those adjustments. Uh, but what what if you were that mechanical and you kept making the same trades that are profitable, but you took home two grand a day, you know what I mean? <laughs> because you actually, you know, your, your trade goes the right way. You just, it doesn't hit like your your mechanical profit target. You know what I mean? But if it's okay if it doesn't hit the profit target as long as you make profit, right? And if you had five contracts, dude, I, I just think you should give it a shot, dude. Whether, whether yeah, it's I'll, with your own money or through a funded trading program, because I, I think that'll make a dramatic difference in you, dude. <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> and then once you make I enough do, money, you'll come out to Poland. We'll hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I do track, like, I track a lot of things in my back testing, and I do track, like, how far it. Uh, the drawdown, um, like the profit targets, and then I track how much profit I do make before it does stop me out. So I guess I can I could look into that and see uh, if there's if that would be beneficial. Because I haven't done that that much really. I tried with when I was because uh, I had the same issue in uh, penny stocks, so I tried for a little bit. Uh, like moving this profit target lower or like taking profits quickly because often I would enter it would go my way 10-15% it wouldn't hit that 20% which was my first profit target and then it reverse and I was just consistently missing out on 10-15% but yeah uh, I guess you'll see it next week on my videos what, uh, what happens you'll have to stay tuned yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what's funny though? Like, like we talk about like, like not taking ten percent profit, right? Because it's just like not enough. We want fifteen, twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred percent profit. 
But what's really funny is people will hold a position for an entire year for 8% profit. <laughs> and we yeah. won't even take that in a day, dude, because it's not good enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I think it's so funny. It's day traders for you. Day traders versus uh, yeah. long-term old people, investors. We're some greedy motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> That's why. But we yeah, I mean, I, I think the way you get a, I, I think a great way for you to look at it, since like you're having trouble being consistently profitable, is move down your profit, um, um, your profit size, like to ten percent or five percent, but add more size, dude. <laughs> and then see scalping ten percent, fucking three times a day, two times a day, how much money you make, dude. Instead of one trade for 20, 30, 40%. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I think that's a badass way to make money, dude. I guess I could, yeah. Are all of those funded accounts uh, monthly? I thought I thought there were some funded accounts that were like a one-time payment. <clears throat> so, so there are one-time payments, but they have drawdowns which will fuck you, dude. Like, I, I've never... Oh, okay, I passed I passed a few of them, but I was never, like, able to withdraw money on them because, you know, you know what a drawdown is? So, so let's say you're in five contracts, right? Your drawdown is, I don't know, $1,200, right? Or no, $2,500, right? If your trade goes up $2,000 and you don't sell... And then it goes down to minus 500, right? So you're only losing $500 on the trade now, but you were up $2,000. Uh, they shut down your account and you lose your money. <laughs> dang. Bullshit, dude. Bullshit. Okay. Top Step is the only one that doesn't do that. They just have a daily loss limit and then a max loss. While every other one has a drawdown and those are just Ponzi schemes, I think, because they'll, they'll just fuck you left and right. Um. So I, I only recommend Top Snap. That's just because I'm the only, that's the only one that I've actually made money from. The rest, I've I've become um, a funded trader, you know what I mean? Like performance account, which is paper trading, but you can make money on it, like real money. Um, never got a payout, ever. Because the drawdown is just bullshit. <laughs> but I guess if you get past the drawdown, then then it's okay, but... They also don't give you like a stop loss uh, or a daily loss limit or anything like that. Because um, I was just thinking. Well, I don't know. I, I guess it's up to you. Yeah, I was just thinking if there was one I could just spend a hundred bucks on and try it, try my normal strategy on my on this account and do it that way on this account. It might be cool to test, but we'll see. So if you if you look at my bio on Instagram, I think I can give you a free fifty k account. Um, so I think I think you could trade five contracts maximum, and um, it's free up until you get um, until you get funded, right? If you yeah, if you hit the profit target within two days, huh? Uh, yeah, that makes so, sense. So yeah, so funded. once. Yeah, once you get funded in the Express account, you have to pay $150, and then there's no monthly fee. And then when you get to the live-funded account, like like I am, um, I think it's $116 for data. $100, uh, okay. 
Mm. I didn't know they gave yeah free uh, accounts. I might do that then. Yeah. Yeah, so so actually someone tried using it and it wasn't working, so I, I emailed them about it. But let me let me know if it works for you. Cause um if not then my friend has a code for a free fifty K. I don't know why mine's not working. I, I just got in their affiliate thing, so I don't know. But regardless, just let me know if it works or not, and then if it doesn't, then my friend's got the code. Awesome. But yeah, I think I think funded trading is the best because you could practice with a shitload of size without fucking you know, risking all risking. your own money. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it still makes your heart pound because, you know, even though it's not your money, it's like, like, you know what I mean? You take it super serious. Unlike with paper trading, you know what I mean? With paper trading, mm-hmm. nobody gives a fuck or at least I didn't. And that's why I lost so much money yeah, over the past few to. years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with awesome. funded accounts, you, you actually give a shit because there's profit potential, right? Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you giving me that. Um, I think I'm going to do it. I mean, I don't have much to lose, but I appreciate that. There's then, no reason not to. Dude. <laughs> and then I appreciate you just coming on the podcast. I mean, you're making a lot of money and you gave a lot of insight. Um, so I thought it was a pretty good conversation. I think so too, dude. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun, dude. I love I love talking about stocks, dude. I love looking at charts, so I'm always down, dude. You should start. I mean, we talked about maybe, it a little maybe, bit that that you should start making more videos because you made some that were pretty. It was like good. It was genuinely like funny and like uh, entertaining. So like, if you can do that, maybe not even in trading, but you know, in or out of trading, I think it would do well. Yeah, yeah, I need to get back into it. It's just everything takes time, right? And content yeah. creation takes so <laughs> much time, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So it, it is annoying, yeah. but I but I am starting to record trading days. Um, and as soon nice. as I get out of here and I go to Krakow to, to my own place, it's going to be a lot easier because I won't have, like, old people, like, yelling at me in Polish and stuff while, while I'm recording and stuff like that. So, so I mean, yeah. No, no problem. So, so babcha, so kurva, No, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I uploaded. No, yeah. I think I think you could see my babcha and my sister in the background in some of my videos, and I think it's kind of embarrassing, but I also think it's kind of funny, so I post it anyways. Yeah, it's funny. Okay, yeah. well, isn't it nighttime there? Yeah, but cool, dude. Yeah, it's almost ten thirty p.m. Yeah. So, dude, fucking let me let me know how this funded thing goes, dude. Because honestly, I think that's like the secret sauce for you. Because I I think, I think there's certain people that should be funded traders and certain people that shouldn't be. And I think I think you might actually do very well. I might be wrong, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just hoping <laughs> that you actually wrong. fucking make a shitload of money. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but I am counting on you making some money trading so we can meet up in Poland at some point. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right. Well, good night. Dobranoc. Uh, and have a good next week. Have a, uh, you can, I hope you'll get uh, your first uh, three-figure. Am I saying that right? 
not three figure, six, six figure. Six figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six figure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping for that too, my boy. All right, Dobranos, Eric. Have a good one, man.